Hi everyone, welcome to Chai With Us podcast. This is episode number 21. Today we're going to continue our discussion on how is it to live in the USA and in the Canary Islands. How is the healthcare in Tenerife? Um, the healthcare, we have uh, social healthcare. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, we pay our taxes and uh, because of that we have some uh, benefits, meaning we have healthcare. Um, it's not like in the U.S. where you need insurance. We pretty much, you don't need an insurance. You can have insurance if you would like to go to a private clinic or if mm-hmm. you have some like very specific disease and you would like to go to a, to a specialist and you would like to pay for this certain person. But if you don't want to, uh, you don't need to have a health insurance. You don't need to, mm-hmm. you know, to go to... Private, uh, to private services. So if you have a problem, you go to the public hospitals. Um, people have very different opinions on the, the healthcare system. Some people say it sucks, some people say it's good. Uh, now with the coronavirus, everyone is very appreciative of the healthcare exactly. system. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they're here, you know, it's not perfect, but we do have one. So mm-hmm. just starting here, it's uh it's a good thing um Mm -hmm. depending on the issue that you have a healthcare system is there for you i would say that when it comes to mental issues uh it's better for you to go to a private personal opinion over here but i have Mm -hmm. seen certain situations where you go to the healthcare system and they kind of you know dismiss it or Mm-hmm. Um, they don't treat it in the same way as if you have a physical problem. So okay. even though we do have, you can go to a psychologist or a psychiatrist um, through the, the healthcare system, but it's going to take you longer to get there okay. or people would probably send you home. Um, mm-hmm. So that would be the one thing that I think that it's not quite all right. Um, but, but yeah, you can also talk to your to your head doctor and ask him to send you to a specialist if he thinks that you uh, that you need it, then he will send you. Uh, the only thing that can happen is that probably it will take a lot of time because there's a lot of people waiting for it. So the alternative will have, you know, would be to have like private uh, insurance and go with mm-hmm. a specialist yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah um, here we have excellent doctors and really good healthcare, but the problem is that we have to pay for it and it's expensive. Um, I pay about 350 a month and on top of that I have to pay like a fee when I go see the doctor and I have to pay a portion of the bill as well until I reach 7000 Once I've once I've had enough healthcare that it's up to $7,000, then my healthcare will pay for everything at 100%. But until I get there, most people do not achieve 7000 worth healthcare in one year and so it's very you know what I mean it's, it's expensive to have to pay 300 every month and then pay a portion of the house of the bill as well um, so for me I would really love it if we could move to a social system because I grew up in Germany and I really love this healthcare system that they had there um, and also when you're pregnant here you don't get weeks off I think you only get about six weeks or something like that and then after that you have to like go on um, like a like a, I forget what it's called. It's a national like disability that it's so it's considered like a disability no. so that they don't fire you. But what you see here is most women go and have a baby and then two or three weeks after that they're back at work. Like they don't take the rest like they should. It's it's so mind boggling to me. 
um, because I know that like in places like Bosnia and Serbia and Slovenia, you get a whole year after you've had a baby to recover and they don't fire you. And so here it's not it's illegal no close to, to fire you yeah. because yeah. you had a baby. And, I mean, yeah. Wow. And in the U.S., like you get six weeks and that's it. So I don't like that at all. I think it's it's really bad because we're not, you know what I mean? We should appreciate childbirth and we should cover that expense. Hey, but about like the $350. So if yes. you have a family, mm -hmm. each member of your family would yes. have to, sp to spend $350. Yes. There's a few cheaper ones, but it, it typically it's around $300. Yeah. Wow. And what's yeah, when my dad was my, my dad was working, he was paying I think like a thousand two hundred for all three of us. But you can only be on your parents' insurance until you're twenty five, I believe. Wow! And what is yeah. the average income in the U.S.? Mm -hmm. I I really don't know. My guess would be that it's it's twenty five thousand to thirty thousand. That's my guess. Clear. Yeah, that's what I would guess is, is the average. That's so crazy. Yeah. And you have But we only get taxed at 20% of our income, 20 or 30% well, of our income. That's a lot of, and you don't have health for free. Right, yeah, and there's no free health care. And that's the thing, too, about working nowadays. Like, you know, before, maybe 30 or so years ago, if you worked for a company, you would stay with that company for 20 years because it provided you security. Mm -hmm. You would get really good benefits. Like, you would get health care, maybe paid for them by them. Mm -hmm. They would also pay for your uh, pension as well. And now there is, I don't know of a single job that pays for your pension or retirement benefits. Wow, that is so crazy. That is really crazy. I mean, um, our, our health care is not... For er, not everything is for free. You may have to pay portions of the treatment mm -hmm. as well, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but what you just said to me is just like I can't even imagine. Like in my head, like I know that that what you told me is true, but yeah. I cannot even imagine because I have I I, I have I was raised in Portugal, so mm -hmm. it's the same as here in Spain, and it's mm -hmm. just like I cannot think about a society where you pay tax yeah and uh they are not taking care of your health like right 150 dollars mm -hmm. is a lot mm -hmm. of money. and i and it I, is. I guess why a lot of people don't have health insurance and yeah Take care of well, remember when I went to the hospital, so I ended up in the hospital here for two weeks, and at the time I did not have health insurance, and my hospital bill was $19,000. Oh, my God. I was able to negotiate that down to about 12000 because you can negotiate with them about the bill, yes. and but that's still a lot of money to pay, $12,000. That's a lot of money oh my to God. pay. If you can negotiate the bill, that's because like the bill is not real i don't know i have so many things going through my mind right now <laughs> you can negotiate cool. because what happens is that when you go to the doctor the doctor sends a really let's say that you go to the doctor and he sends insurance five hundred dollars and then the insurance says no there's no way that we believe your service is worth five hundred dollars we think mm -hmm. it's only worth 350 and so of the 350 we'll pay maybe 150 and then i will be responsible for the other 200. So the insurance negotiates with all these different providers and doctors and tells them how much they will get paid. But the doctors always send a really high bill because they know that they're going to cut the bill down. I know. And it's so crazy. I know. It's, it's even the, 
<laughs> That's how it works here. Oh my God. Change this yeah. here. I agree. Yeah. Dude. It doesn't That's make why any a lot sense. of people agreed. Yeah. And all these insurances, a lot of times they will not cover a pre-existing condition and they'll label everything a pre-existing condition. And so like, if you go in and they say it's a pre-existing condition, they won't cover it, so you have to pay for it. So kind of at the end of the day, it's like, why am I even paying this monthly fee? You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can't, get, you can't go to the hospital, and then once you are there, get the insurance? It doesn't count? Or you can... No. No, you have to have the insurance before. Because the insurance, now you can only get insurance uh, in, at the end of December, beginning of January. And if you've had a life-changing event, so if you lost your job or you had to move to another state, then you can get insurance. But otherwise, now you can only get insurance at the beginning of the year. Okay, so which, what, if you, what if you have coronavirus and you don't have insurance and you don't have money? I have no idea. I think, I think that's when the hospital is like more lenient on the people and gives them like a discount. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think that's what's happening because right now I don't know anyone that has coronavirus, so it's not something I can ask them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, because I know that some places are giving discounts because of the coronavirus, like they've cut down their prices. I think that it's, it's very sad because we're not talking about a country where, like, there's no riches. Uh, right. <laughs> and it's a really I – I really don't know what to say. It's just – I think it's just It's really bad. bad. Dead. For example, like I have to have two MRIs a year and one MRI costs, I think, 5000 and I'm supposed to pay, I think, like 3500 of it or 4000 So insurance will only pay 1000 of it, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And to get it twice a year, that's almost $10,000 just I mean, for like a picture. And just the fact that you have to pay insurance, like 350 mm -hmm. and on top of the insurance, you have to still pay, you know, exactly. You have to do this twice a year, and that's what you have to do. Like, right. why are you like everybody's paying 350? You have a lot of money to pay for my friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? I rest my case. It's hard to explain it. It's like, I think, yeah, because still, it, doesn't don't know make, how it, works. it doesn't make any sense. That's why it's I agree. So hard to explain because when things are like, you know, they make sense. You say, oh, listen, this is like this because of that. And the other person yeah. makes sense. When it doesn't make sense, you're like, uh, well, then. And then you, of course, because it doesn't make any sense for me. The, the one thing that I will say that the U.S. is really good about is accommodating um, people with disabilities. Like we have like, you know, elevators almost everywhere for people with wheelchair. In Chicago, when the bus comes, the front door opens and then the ramp comes down so that somebody can, can ride on the bus with a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. And all the subways have elevators as well. So like we're really good about accommodating um, people in wheelchairs. And when I was, I remember when I was in France, I was wondering about that because I never saw a single person in a wheelchair in the city. And what somebody told me is that there's this stigma in France that people with disabilities are uh, ostracized and a lot of times they don't live in the city they live outside in the suburbs because it's still seen as, as, as a bad thing that's what somebody told me that was French like which someone I believe. chose to well yeah. I don't know <laughs> well there's good and bad things about everything but I think in yeah. the US it's something that's so disappointing because we're a wealthy country so then why are we not why are we spending so much money most of the money that we spend is on war and warfare and defense 
and mm-hmm. instead we could use all that money to spend it on on social like on social structures and help yeah them. yeah i mean yeah you're totally right but as and you the worst said thing is, things and bad things yeah and the worst thing that you see here is so many veterans come back and they cannot even pay for their own like health care they don't have good services for the veterans either and a lot of them end up um, homeless which is really sad because they went out there, they fought the war for the country, and then they come home and they can't even have a normal life anymore. Yeah. That's really sad. It um, is really sad, yeah. Um, let's, let's just talk about something else because I'm getting depressed here. <laughs> it's like, well, I think there's this idea that, that everybody wants to move to America. Like I remember when I lived in Germany, like, oh, you know, going to America was so cool. I just wanted to buy a T-shirt from them. And I see that especially in India, like everyone wants to move to America and like all these parents are pushing their children to go to a college in America because they think life here is better. Yeah. And I don't know that I would agree with that. I guess it depends on what you classify as a better life. Yeah, totally. Totally. I know a lot of people that want to go to the UK to live and I'm like, um, there's no way I would ever live in the UK. I've, I've, I toured London for about uh, six, seven hours, and that was enough for me. <laughs> I love London in the summer, but yeah. I wouldn't live there. I don't think you, got, you have better quality of life. I mean, depend on what you consider to be a good life, mm-hmm. because who am I? You know, I live in an island, yeah. and my the beach, doing, you know, whatever. But that's my, that's my opinion. I guess you have mm-hmm. to think about what is it that you want from life, and be like realistic because mm-hmm. it's not going to be a dream come true. Right. Well, especially in your first years, it's not going to be yeah. a dream, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about people. How yeah, are people? Sure. Like in the, I don't know how you're going to answer this question because you live in the US, so you have people from all ethnicities, all everything. So I don't know if you can describe people in the US. Well, people are, I would classify from in different regions. So people in the South are very friendly. They're very talkative because it's typically very warm here. Mm -hmm. They want to know everything about your life. Like when you're checking out the grocery store, you'll have a conversation and you'll find out like if the person is sick or not, how many children they have. So in the South, people are very open, very talkative. In the north, like New York, not so much. Like people are like, it's hustle and bustle. They're all like wanting to get to work and they're not very interested in meeting new people or having a conversation. And in the Midwest, uh, people are friendly, but they'll only talk to you if you start the conversation first. And then you have the Pacific Northwest, which I found to be the nicest people ever. They are so nice. It's just that the weather is so crappy there, like um, because it's always overcast and cloudy. But people are so nice. Um, they'll give you like, let's say you're at a, you're like walking and you ask someone where, where something is, they'll give you directions and they'll maybe tell you about another favorite restaurant that they have. So people go out of their way to help you. Um, anyone I've ever asked for help has always helped me with directions, with recommendations. Uh, I've not come across so many rude people. I would just say that in New York, it's not that people are rude. They just don't want to be bothered. Like they have somewhere to get to and that, that's, you know, that's their mission. And sometimes in Chicago, I think they have that same mentality. Um, but I always get stopped for directions. No matter where I am, I'm always the person that they ask for directions. I guess they think I know where I'm going. But um, people, I would say for the most part, are really friendly and talkative. And they want to know about you. But then again, we also don't, have you ever noticed how in India they really like stare at you and look at you? 
Mm-hmm. In the U.S., no one really looks at you because we have everything here. We have black people, we have Latin people, we have Mexicans, we have Irish people, we have Polish people. So you have everything here. So to you, it's not new because you've seen it, if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. We're not like, oh, yeah. there's a Polish person. No, we, yeah, our neighbor is Polish. Normal, of course, yeah. Yeah, so we don't stare as much and we, and we don't go out of our way to meet them or ask them like, oh, where are you from? Like, that's really typically not the case here because we have that, so... <laughs> Yeah, how would you say people are in Tenerife? Uh, I don't know. People are very talkative, loud, uh, happy, <laughs> mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. relaxed, too relaxed, you know. Forget about customer service. <laughs> That's the one thing in India that I miss. Oh, you cannot get customer service like you can in India. You know what I mean? Like if you oh. want something done. They will go above and beyond to get it done. And yeah, it's so hard after being in India. They won't go above and beyond here. For me, they have. Oh, you mean in in Tenerife? They will go, yeah, they will go above. They will go like, (laughs) whatever. Okay, next week I will tell you when I can go. That's how it works over here. They are so relaxed. I had to move once and I, I, I took the morning off because, you know, they were coming you know, to help me out with, with my moving. Yeah, so I had uh-huh. to come in the morning, right? So they didn't come, and I was waiting for them, and so I called the guy, and it was like 1 p.m., and I had to go to, to work maybe at 4 or something like that. And the guy was like, don't worry, go have lunch. When I'm ready, I will tell you. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm not talking about you're telling me to go have lunch and you who I hired to work in the morning because I have to go work in the afternoon Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. telling me like seriously they're just like whatever if they tell you they're gonna get uh, it done in a week that means probably a month and that's it (laughs) you have to suck it up because it is what it is okay mm-hmm. but they're really mm-hmm. nice they will do it in a very nice way they are mm-hmm. not all well they, they usually are like this i'm not gonna lie yeah but yeah some people are very effective but most of the times just assume that you're gonna wait longer uh, mm-hmm. and some some something that i love here is that sometimes you go to a terrace or something and you feel like the waiter is doing you a favor. Ah, yes, I remember that. Yeah, that was kind of annoying. Isn't it like like you yes. are doing this person a favor? I mean, like you're bothering him. Yeah, I remember that. That was really I was like wow. That's the one thing about the U.S. Good thing that you mentioned here. When you go out here, the waiter will come by a thousand times to ask you if you need anything. That's I swear, annoying. Like, it is annoying. I agree, and Let's- so I think there needs to be like a middle. Ground. Let's not be like the U.S. or like Tenerife. Let's be like Portuguese people. Portuguese people are the best in customer service. Portuguese people, we are nice. We are polite. We are not nagging you, like bothering you all the time. Yeah, let's follow Portugal's example because I got excited. Can you tell that I'm from Portugal? Um, yes. Like. For, like customer service, I now value it like so much because in Portugal uh-huh. you have great customer service. It's just like, ah, oh. once <laughs> I took a flight from Tenerife to uh, Porto, or Porto as you uh-huh. say in English, and then I went from Oporto to Lisbon. Yeah, uh-huh. so 
I went to a portal and then I got to this fight with Portuguese people. I was like, oh my God, we are so good. Like very nice, very polite. And like, you know, the, yeah. you're just nice and not yeah. annoying and not like. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree with you. There needs to be like a middle ground because in the U.S. it's too much, but then other times it's not. So yeah, yeah. But ground. the service in India, wow! I think they've spoiled me, and now I'm so used to it. It's hard. In India, it's true. They're so nice. You know, they're so. You know, even if they don't have what you want in the restaurant, they will figure out a way to make it. They will go to their neighbor and ask for the exactly. thing. Like, they're so exactly. Yes, they will. Like, if the store that you want to buy something doesn't have it, they will leave the store, go buy it, bring it to their store, and sell it to you. Yeah. I had the same feeling in Marrakesh. Uh -huh. The guys were like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, just random questions. Do you know I would love to go to a hammam? Do you know it? Yes, come here. I will take it. And then the guy would take me. <laughs> Yes, and then it's he was so true. Him, like, she wants this and that, and it was so freaking cool. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really oh. nice. I think overall, I would say in all the countries I've been to, for the most part, people are nice and, and they will help you if you need help. Yeah, I've maybe come across like maybe one person that that was not helpful, but for the most part, I would say like everywhere I've been, people have been nice and welcoming. Yeah, maybe because you were nice and welcoming as well, I think. I agree. Probably your yeah. vibe. And especially what I've noticed is that when I travel by myself, people are nicer because yes. they see that yeah. I'm a woman, that I am alone. So uh -huh. I, have, I, I get a lot of help and people like trying mm -hmm. to really know if I'm okay and, and yeah. help me out. And sometimes that's nicer because you get invited to a lot of things as opposed to if you're with someone, maybe people yes. wouldn't approach you as much. It's true. Yeah. Yes, it's totally true. I want so to let's travel. talk about... Huh? You what? <laughs> I want to travel right now. Well, tomorrow it's coming. Yeah, tomorrow is Less coming. than 24 hours. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about food, our favorite mm. subject. I love food. Oh my God. I love food so much. I love food so much. I could so tell me about what's typical. I mean, I know what typical food was in Tenerife food because you took me, but tell our audience what some yes. typical dishes are. Oh my God. Okay. So here in Tenerife, uh, there's a very, like a large culture of eating potatoes. So you will have Canarian yes. potatoes. Some of them are sweet. Some of them are really small and tasty and they're like the best thing. And you, everywhere you go, you have potatoes. Okay. Forget about asking for rice with something. No, just eat the potatoes. Um, and then there's this delicious sauce made with peppers, which is the, the Canarian sauce. You have tried mm -hmm. it, the red sauce. There's the green sauce, and it's, like, delicious. And you eat it with everything. So mm -hmm. there's, a like, a tradition of – there's a place here, well, uh, a lot of places here called Guachinches. So a guachinche is a place where you go to have local food. And the best thing about the guachinche, wait for it, is that they have their own wine. So you are going to taste local wine that they make, you know, over there, you know. So you're going to drink the wine and you're going to eat local food. Uh, it's not vegan friendly at all. I guess I remember. That only only thing you're gonna get there is meat, delicious mm -hmm. meat from the country. That's what you're gonna get there. 
Um, and you have a lot of specialties over there. I love that octopus. What was that called? What? I'm, the I'm octopus a, that was grilled? That was really good. Grilled octopus or something. So in the yeah. gachincha, you can have a, some fish, but usually you have more meat. Uh, and then uh, everything goes with the potatoes and the mojo. Don't forget about it. Uh, and then you have these dishes with um, with chickpeas uh, and tomatoes. Oh yeah, I remember that. Everything. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that they always have meat on it, kind of a chorizo inside, mm -hmm. uh, like chorizo uh, and stuff like that. It's like delicious food. Uh, since this is an island, you also will find some places to eat like very good fish. Uh, those mm, yes. places are called cofradias, and then you will find like delicious fish that just, you know, they just it just came from the sea to your plate. Mm -hmm. If you're a vegan, you don't like this conversation, but I'm sorry, it is what it is. That's, oh, it's okay. I eat fish here, and um, and it's really it's really cool and tasty. And the best thing is that it's freaking cheap. I mean, it's cheap. Yes, if you go it to Guachinche. I mean, you can pay eight euros, nine, ten euros tops. But with those ten year, ten euros, you have eaten like uh, meat, a potato, uh, maybe something like um, like something with chickpeas or mm -hmm, beans mm -hmm. or whatever. You have eaten like an entire meal with dessert, with coffee, and you drank wine mm -hmm. and you're drunk, and you're going to spend only. I remember that. I thought it was very cheap. Only yes, go out to very eat. cheap, and it's very. Yeah. The food is very, very tasty, um, and yeah. And you in Europe, I noticed how cheap wine was, especially in Portugal. Like, wow, the wine was so cheap what? there. Wine so is cheaper crazy. in Portugal that it is that in in Tenerife. In Portugal, yeah. you have you have two euros, and you buy mm -hmm. a bottle, and the bottle will be delish. Here. Mm -hmm. Mm, with two euros, you can buy the wine to season your food, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Don't drink it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, food here is, I would say that we have everything here you've ever wanted, especially if you're in a big city like Chicago or New York. You will always find authentic Italian places, Portuguese places, Spanish places, whatever you want, you can find. And that's what I love about it because even if you don't have an opportunity to travel, because you and I have like had the chance to travel, you can go to a restaurant and still eat the food, and it'll be exactly the same as it was in the country. And that's what I love about it. Nice. That's nice. And just to say one thing real quick, that's one thing that I really admire in the, in the mm -hmm. U.S. I haven't tried it, but in the U.K., for mm -hmm. example, you have a lot of food from different places, yes. and it's actually the same. Yes. Here, mm -hmm. not so much. It's the version yeah. is just completely different and adapted. So I love, mm -hmm. I love that you have like food from yeah, from all over the place. And so it's really oh. cool to go try. Like I've tried Cuban food before, like food that I would never, never have tried before. And the sushi is really good. Um, yeah, we have lots of different things. That's what I love about it. Cool. So basically, like you know, American culture so much is like on football because we love to watch football and and have our favorite teams and it's something that we can cheer on. We don't watch soccer as much. Like it's it's like it's starting to be a thing here, but not as much as football. But we're like so many of our traditions are focused on football and watching it and coming together and drinking together and watching a game and going to different bars. Yeah. Um, yeah. People it's also so uh, can join uh, football like uh, leagues on in their different cities, so you can play yeah. football yourself or soccer. 
so like I'm a huge proponent of meetup because that way you can find um, all the all things to do what you're interested in. Yeah, that's so cool. You know, funny thing, I was laughing while we were speaking because for me, when you say football, I don't visualize what you are visualizing because I'm European. Yes, I know. When you say football, I'm thinking about so soccer all yes, the time. Yes, soccer. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's I have true. to really focus, like focus yeah. and just imagine what you are imagining it because for me that's not that's not football yeah it's true it's yeah. so true and i mean we also have amazing tv shows like i think here we're really all about like hollywood like getting out all these yeah. different movies everyone gets really excited about the different premieres yeah. the awards ceremonies when they give out different awards for different movies so that's a big deal here as well the entertainment industry we spend a lot of money on entertainment yeah that's so cool and it's 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 like you have an international industry right because yes. i watch what you watch and this is mm -hmm. so crazy and for me it's something so far away like hollywood that's so far mm -hmm. away and it is far away right mm -hmm. and it's very interesting for me to think that you are actually uh where the movies are made you know yes I, I haven't yes talked about it before mm -hmm. so cool. let's talk about the weather so here the weather is very different we have earthquakes we have hurricanes we have tornadoes cool. everything you possibly think of we have it here as well when it comes to the weather it's your choice <laughs> it's like you're you're at a menu at a restaurant i don't like hurricanes i don't like hurricanes Oh, listen, the weather in Tenerife is very interesting. We have mm -hmm. what we call uh, micro-weathers because okay. the island is very small, but you can go mm -hmm. to a different place. We have a volcano here. I remember, and I've seen a farm inside of a volcano that I thought was so freaking cool. Like, I didn't even know you could do that. You can do a lot of things <laughs> in an island where nobody comes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everything is legal. <laughs> uh, okay, so we we have the our island is a volcanic uh, mm -hmm. island. Mm -hmm. So, uh, for example, in the volcano, since it's so high, it's one of the it's the highest point in Spain. Okay, maybe more. I don't remember, but mm -hmm. Spain for sure. And it snows over there, so you it can okay. be snowing over here, and then you are in the south of the island. And uh -huh. you are at the beach and it's freaking boiling. So it's very interesting. <laughs> and yes. in general, uh, we we have the four seasons, but they are not real. Uh, mm -hmm. We have, it's like we have a very nice winter, you know, it's never yeah. that cold. I have some, you know, those coats, like I never wear. Yeah. Because Do you I have to wear a scarf? Yeah, but just because I, I need to take care of my fur, but it's not like, my brothers, they're like, you're joking. Yeah. Like, what's the temperature? I'm like, oh, 14 degrees. It's so cold. <laughs> really? <laughs> because I got used to the weather. Uh, they yeah. say that in Tenerife, the weather is like the eternal spring. Oh, so that, that's okay. how we describe the weather. It's not that, I like that. because sometimes it's actually cold. Yeah. But yeah, and especially in the north, it's, it's cold. There is one place over here called La Laguna, which is cold. Oh, yeah very very cold we, we, uh -huh. we, we went shopping there isn't it yeah we did yeah. yeah i think so was it cold i don't remember it being cold it's probably in the summer it's but i also visited you in july so yeah, yeah so it was good it was good we yeah lucky. but yeah in the winter it's cold but we have very good weather uh it's it's cold 
Well, no, that. like in Chicago, the winter is awful. Like you need to have your snow boots, your big parka, mm. uh, scarves. Like I counted, I had 20 different scarves. Like I That's just counted. And then, you know, you need to have a hood or a hat or earmuffs. And I remember like when it's wintertime, it takes you five extra minutes to get out of the house. We took, it takes you five minutes to put all that stuff on. And then wherever you're going, like, so that's why when you're inside a house, you don't want to leave. So you try to go everywhere you don't have to leave. The mm. cool thing about Chicago is like underneath the, in the loop, in the center of the city, there's a tunnel and all the tunnels lead to different buildings. So when it's really bad outside, you can just take the tunnel to another building where you don't have to go outside at all. Ah, that's really cool. I didn't know that. That's that is really cool. cool. Yeah. A lot of the tunnels are closed, but some of them are open to the major buildings that you need to get to, or at least they'll get you closer to where you need to be, which is mm. nice. Okay, that's really cool. Yeah. So, um, would you say that you love living in the USA? No, I don't. <laughs> that's an honest answer. Where no, I think for me, it's because I was 12. So I grew up in Europe. And I think when I was 12, when I moved here, I already had a sense of identity. And I'd identify more with my European heritage than I do with being an American. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to live somewhere where it's okay for me to go and sit and have coffee for two hours and talk to someone where it's not so much all about work, where I actually get six weeks of vacation, mm -hmm. uh, where I can get, you know, social health care, where I don't have to spend so much money on health care and just a place that's a little bit more relaxed. And I guess I'm talking a lot about Germany because I grew up in Germany. Um, mm -hmm. And so that those are the systems that I got used to. Yeah. Do I want to live in Germany? Not necessarily, but I think I do want to go back to Europe. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Come back. <laughs> Come back, yes. We're waiting for you. <laughs> Um, well, the good thing is I do have a European passport, so I can work and stay in Europe, which is nice. Cool. So something to think about. Yes. Uh, I never thought I would say this in my life, but I love living here. Uh, yeah. I thought I was a city girl, and mm -hmm. uh, then I had an experience where I got to live in, um, in Hungary for three months, and I was living oh, in a nice. very, very small city. Were you in Budapest? I, I was in Budapest. Uh, okay. I, I was in Budapest, but like tours at, okay. So I arrived in Budapest because I was doing something called like, um, it was an internship with an association that is called, called ISEC. Uh, okay. so I went to the university over there and then I went to the place where I was supposed to be and live for three months, which was uh -huh. Hexcomet. And then mm -hmm. I went to Budapest again, just to, you know, to chill out and, and enjoy the mm -hmm. city. And I loved it very much. There was just uh, a lake, you know, in the middle of the city, not a lot of places to go. I would bike everywhere. And I was nice. very young, but that experience just stayed in my mind. And mm -hmm. that's where I, you know, I discovered that, you know, I, it's not like I am a city girl. I love cities, yeah. but I prefer visiting cities but to live i prefer the peace that i have here in tenerife yes i live in the city but you know my apartment it looks like yes, I, yes, yes, uh, yes. I don't know in the, i don't know but it's very calm and um and mm -hmm. here the city is not too big you know and i love i love living here i think i have everything i need i love the sea i love nature and i have mm -hmm. sea i have nature I have, uh, you know, loving environment and people uh -huh. around me. So I really love living here and I can't see myself living somewhere else. Yeah. Um, maybe just, you know, live for three months and work remotely somewhere. But I would uh -huh. go like to, 
the, where would you go? Like where? Because the place that I really love that I visited twice already is Bali, but I don't yeah. know that I could see myself living there. I think I would love staying a few months in Bali, and I would yeah. love to go going to Nepal. I would love going to mm-hmm. India, but not like yes, you know, I like Rishikesh. Yes, nice. You should um, go to the south, like Kerala and Tamil Nadu. It's so yeah, beautiful. It's, it's very similar to Bali. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once yeah. I once I get all these uh, things. I feel like India has ruined me because I've had papayas and bananas in India. And now that I have them, I'm like, what is this? This is not a papaya. <laughs> you know I what I mean? Because, oh because the God. fruit there is so fresh and it grows and they sell it right yeah. there. And it's like perfect. Yeah. And now that I eat papaya, I'm like, what is this? Like, what am yeah. I eating? You know, like in Marrakesh, people always say, don't eat the food from the streets, whatever. Like in Marrakesh, I was the entire day, I was like, <laughs> we not because it's like it's like real things. It's not like yes, yes. Not, I know what you mean. No. Yes, it's okay if there's a lot of other people around. Then it's okay. Yeah. Well, I I'm fine. Okay. You survived. I survived. Yes, but with real food, that is not the food. I always try to buy. Yeah. See if there's a lot of people buying. Uh-huh. <laughs> But yes, yes. But yesterday I ate a very good watermelon. I was surprised. It was like Ooh. super. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very nice. So we want to hear from our audience. Have you visited Tenerife or have you been in the U.S.? Like, let us know. Let us know a place you liked, what you thought was different, um, and how you, how, what, what kind of time you had there. Yeah, and what's life like where you live? I'm curious. Exactly. Yeah, let us know where, you, where our audience is from and how life is where you're living. Yeah, send us an email to chaiwithuspodcast at gmail.com. And thank you for being here. See you next week. Yeah, sounds good. See you next week. Thank you for joining us. Yay!